2: recorded live I just want to thank you I just want to thank you I just want to thank you oh lord You've been so good to me lord You've been so good to me lord You've been so good to me. I just want to thank you. I just want to praise you. I just want to praise you. I just want to praise you. Oh, Lord. You've been so good to me, Lord. You've been so good to me, Lord. You've been so good to me. I just wanna praise you. I just wanna thank you. I just wanna thank you. I just wanna thank you, oh, Lord. You've been so good to me, Lord. You've been so good to me, Lord. You've been so good to me, I just want to thank you. Amen, amen.
0: God bless you, children of God. I do greet each of you once again. In the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. For those of you worshiping with us for the first time, I am Apostle Robert Bryant pastor of the Christian Center Church worldwide headquarters in Kinston North Carolina USA and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Living the Word where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over The world. We do pray the Lord is blessing you very well wherever this broadcast is finding you. As God has got something to say to you and me today that will edify us, that will strengthen us, that will increase our knowledge and our understanding. And I pray that He blesses us very well today. Saints, we're going to take a look at the book of Proverbs with a special focus on chapter 14 and verse 12. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 12 from the New International Version. Our scripture reads, there is a way that appears to be right but in the end it leads to death once again Proverbs chapter 14 verse 12 from the New International Version there is a way that appears to be right but in the end it leads To death. We're going to work today from a theme, children of God. There is a way that appears to be right. There is a way that appears to be right. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We glorify you. We magnify you. You are worthy. Of all glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Father, we appreciate you for being who you are. For doing what you do. Father, we thank you because you have not dealt with us as our sins deserve. You have been merciful. You have been kind. You have been gracious. Father, help us to reflect your character to one another. The same way you've been forgiving us, of us, Father, help us to forgive one another. The same way you have been patient with us in our sins, help us to be patient with others in their sin. The same way, Father, that you have Been so kind to us. Been so forgiving of us. Been so merciful unto us. Help us, Father. Help us, Father. To display that same character toward one another. Do these things for us, Father. We need you, Father. We are nothing without you, but Through you, we can do all things. Father, I pray right now that you use this earthly vessel to speak your will, to speak your words to your people in the four corners of the earth. Let someone be edified, uplifted. Let someone's mind be open today. At the preaching and teaching of your word. That your name. Which is above all of the names. May be uplifted. Praised. And magnified. This is our prayer. In the mighty and the precious name. Of Jesus Christ. Let God's people. Say. Amen. Amen. And. Amen. There is a way that appears to be right. As we look at the book of Proverbs,
1: chapter 14, we find A lot of
0: ironies. Ironies. Things that. Maybe look or appear to be one way. Have you thinking. That it's one way or one thing. But then. You find out. In the end. That things were. Another way. My prayer for every one of us. As children of God is that our Christianity will not be proven to be an irony. In other words, what we expected to receive from God, what we expected God to do uh, in regards to the salvation of our souls, that that is exactly what Will be done. The Lord is letting me know there will be a lot of individuals on judgment who will be very disappointed with the way their eternities will turn out. The Lord tells us in one place in Scripture, and the Lord is bringing this in my spirit now, that there will be many, the Scripture says, who have cried. Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and drove out demons and done many miracles and wonderful works? And the Lord will have to tell them plainly, I don't know you. I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity, into the place prepared for the devil and his angels. You say, Apostle, what are you? Saying to us today that there will be many. This is what God said. Now, never mind what apostles said. Get the apostle out of your mind. This is what the word of God, which is from the God of the word is saying and has said that there will be many. Many who at the end of the day will find that they were
2: deceived
0: during their time. On earth. May that not be our portion in the name of Jesus. God said there's a way that seems. God, listen, God does not want you and I caught up in what seems to be right. God does not want you and I caught up in what appears to be right. Listen, I'm not interested in what appears to be right. I'm not interested in what seems to be right. I'm not interested in what people think is right. I'm interested in what God says is right. My prayer for every one of you. My prayer for every soul is that we will only be interested in what God says is right. Listen, I'm not interested in what your culture thinks is right. I'm not interested in what your race thinks is right. I'm not interested in what only what God says is right. God says there's a there is a way. God says, I, I, I give you that. God says you are exactly right that there is a way that appears. Listen to me, my brother and my sister. One of our responsibilities in this life is to overcome what appears to be from God. We have a responsibility to get through what appears to be right, what appears to be of God, what appears to be his will, what uh, and get to the truth. My prayer for you, my brother and my sister, listen, there have always been false prophets and true prophets. There's, a, there's always been false doctrine and true doctrine. There's always been false religion and true religion. My prayer for you, My prayer for me is that we will get to what is true, not as what is popular, not what uh, people like, but what God has said. There's a way that appears to be right. God says and a lot of people will be going to hell behind following the way that appears to be right. You say, possible. How do we know? The difference between what appears to be right and what is right. God's word and God's spirit. Whatever it is, my brother or my sister, it needs to be checked with the word of God. Whole lot of places I go into, I be hearing preachers preaching and talking. And I be like, uh uh-uh, uh, no. And I knowing, and I'd be like, Lord, Lord, I be like, No, Robert. God's word and God's spirit. Listen to me, children of God. It must line up with God. Whatever is being said, whatever is being done, whatever is. It must line up with God's word. And God's spirit. If it does not line up with God's word. And God's spirit, then you need to understand it may seem right. Now, the God said, look, there are some things that don't line up with my word, that don't line up with my spirit, that don't line up with my word, that with my will that seem or appear right. God said there is a way that appears to be right. But the end. Listen, my brother and my sister, you know. My concern with you and my concern with me is that in the end, we will be found righteous. We make mistakes, each one of us. We are not perfect, but listen, now some of you all are, none of us are perfect. God lets us know that. But my prayer for every one of us is that we will be righteous. Now, you say, Apostle, why is being righteous important? Because what righteous will do is it will lead you and I to perfection. Not that we are there yet. We, we Paul said, not that I have already obtained all of this or have been made perfect. But one thing I do, I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. In other words, Christ grabbed a hold of you, my brother. Christ grabbed a hold of you, my sister. Christ grabbed a hold of me in order that he might perfect us. Well, in order to get to perfection, you and I must pass through the doorway. Of righteousness, my prayer for every soul under the sound of my voice. I see many of you in here today. God bless you. You need to be in here with us every day. Like the early saints, they devoted themselves to the apostles doctrine. Acts chapter two. Every day they met in the temple court and they devoted themselves to the apostles doctrine, to fellowship, to breaking of bread and to prayer. That at the end, at the end of the day,
1: me and you may be found
0: righteous, that me and you may be found worthy to spend eternity with God. God said, look, there is a way. God said, you need to understand that being right and appearing right are two different things. Listen, my brother and my sister, let me tell you about me. I would rather be right than appear right. Or just appear right. I'd rather be right. I'd rather be right and men think I was wrong than be wrong and men think I was right. God says there's a way that appears. It looks like. Sounds like. People are cheering it. People are. But in the end, God says it leads to death. Listen, my concern for you and I, because God's concern for you and I is the end. Is the end. See? The scripture lets us know that with God, the end of a thing is better than its beginning. My prayer for us. As children of God is that our end will be better than our beginning. Our end will be better than our start. That's one of the ways that you can. Tell that God was in a thing. It's end ended up better. Than its beginning. There's a way, my brother and my sister. And what the Lord keeps flashing in my spirit now is when God made man, he then made woman, and he placed them both in the garden of Eden. And in this garden, God had two kinds of trees. Now, God did this. God did this. This was done before man was ever put there. And it's it's here in this world before you and I ever get in this world. In the garden, God had the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. God had the trees, the tree of life, but then he had other trees. Now, now when I said two kinds of trees, because there was trees that men or that man could eat from, but then there was a tree that God did not want man to eat from. You know, God told Adam of all the trees in the garden, thou mayest freely eat. God told him, yeah, all these trees, God said, look, all these trees you can you can eat. For all the trees in the garden, whatever the tree, God said, go ahead and eat. But God said, of the tree of the good knowledge of good and evil, thou mayest not eat. For in the day that thou eat of it. Now, God said, now, you must run and eat of this tree. The day that you eat of it, you will surely die. All these trees that humanity could eat from. God said, take your pick. That apple, orange, what, strawberry, whatever. But what this tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you know, and what the Lord is, is dealing with me on now, because I'm like, Lord, you know, what was it about that tree? It wasn't so much the fruit that was God did not want man to partake of. It was not so much because God gave Adam all these trees that you could freely eat, but it was what that tree represented. understand something, my brother and my sister sometimes you know we got to watch what certain things represent. just just what the tree of the knowledge of good and evil represented some things mm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God says, Robert, number one, wasn't so much the fruit. It was what it represented. Tree of knowledge of good and evil. I'm like, Lord, what did the tree of the knowledge of good and evil represent? He said, number one, Robert, it represented rebellion. I'm like, Lord, he says, I told Adam not to eat from that tree. So, number one, it represented rebellion. You say, well, Apostle, why is that important to me? Well, it's important to you and me because anytime we are representing or involved in rebellion or doing something out of rebellion to the Holy Spirit, rebellion to the word of God, rebellion to God is not pleased. The same way God says, I was not pleased with Adam's. Eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil because it was about and representing rebellion. I'm not pleased when my children rebel against me today. It represented. Rebellion, number one, it represented going contrary. To the will. Of God. It represented man trying to know something that God didn't want him to know. God didn't want man to know (sighs)
1: sin in an intimate way. Adam, run, run right out. And the very things God did
0: not want him to do, the very thing that God did not want him to partake, the very thing that God did not want him to be a part of, man ran right out and
1: became part of. And it seemed right. There was
0: a voice that was speaking to Adam. That was convincing him that it was all right. There are voices that will come in our minds. Come in our hearts. Come in our spirits today. That will convince us that things that we are doing which are contrary to what God wants. Contrary to what God says are all right. The same way voices convinced Adam. That rebellion to God was all right. Voices come in our mind today. To convince us. That rebellion to God. Is all right. But God says Robert. No it's not. It was not all right. For Adam. It is not all right. For you. And it is not all right. For my people. Rebellion. Is not. All right. There's
1: a way that seems. My prayer for every one of us today. Is that
0: God will open us. Open our eyes. Not to what. Appears. But open our eyes Lord. To what is right. Open our eyes. And and reveal to us every appearance of righteousness that we might see true righteousness.
1: See, reveal to us, Father, what appears and reveal to us
0: what is true. That we may walk in what is true. That we may be delivered. From the appearance.
1: Of righteousness. There is a way. That appears. You
0: know. There's a way to have you and I thinking. We're doing. Just fine. There was a way to have you and I thinking. We're doing just fine. And the Lord is dealing with me. This is is what happened with the Pharisees. And your. Teachers of the law. And your Sadducees, these were not individuals that were thinking they were doing the wrong thing to Jesus. These were individuals that were thinking that they were doing what was right. The scripture says in the last days that one of the things that men and women would do is that they would kill us as Christians and think that they are doing God. A service. Father, deliver us from thinking the wrong thoughts, believing the wrong things. Let us think, Father, as you think. Let this mind, listen to me, my brother and my sister, my prayer for every one of you under the sound of my voice today, every one of us, is that we will let this mind be in us which was also in Christ Jesus. You, you say apostle, why is that important? If you and I don't let this mind be in us which was also in Christ Jesus, then we will be we will be deceived by the way that appears to be right.
1: We'll be deceived.
0: God said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. We went over yesterday and God blessed us so well in our Sunday service as we talked about the Apostle Paul and his call and his revelation of the truth and how. That God had was pleased to reveal his son in him. And how that if God had not revealed his son in Paul, Paul would still be deceived and doing things and saying things that God was not pleased with. The same with you and I. So. It is important. For God. To open our eyes and I'm hearing the Lord say, share it, you know, years ago when God had called me into full time ministry and to start the Christian center church, the Lord had me go on a fast before starting this ministry here. Now, in the saints here, we had to go on a fast for three days. At the end of the three days fast, you know, or during during the three day fast, I began to rub my eyes with my hands. Just, you know, I'm rubbing that. And when I rub my eyes, all of this substance began to fill my hands. The 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 best thing I can describe it as was it, it looked like a woman's afterbirth to me, and it scared me. I was like, "What is what is going on here?" And the more I rubbed my eyes with my hands, the more this substance was filling my hands. I was like, "What in the world is going on here?" Well, the Lord had revealed to me, Robin I'm giving you spiritual sight." As you read about Paul, when he was converted and he was prayed for by some of the saints, the scripture says something like scales fell from his eyes. You say, Apostle, what are you saying to us? That there is a blindness that we as human beings have that unless God
1: removes we won't be able to see my prayer for every one of us
0: today is that Father you will remove the blindness from our eyes let us to see let us to see More clearly. Let us see more properly. Let us see, Father, so that we can know the difference between what appears to be right and what is right. So we don't have to go to hell, Father, having been deceived by the appearance. Of righteousness, but that we can spend eternity with you because of righteousness. This is my prayer, Father, for everyone, every soul under the sound of my voice. This is my prayer for all
1: of your people, Father. Open our eyes, open our eyes.
0: There is a way, God says, that appears to be right. God said many people, Robert, are being and have been led astray by the way that appears to be
1: right. But in the end, it has led them to death.
0: My brother and my sister. The scripture says in one place that the righteous. Hate what is false. You know. As children of God. We want to get away. And move away. And be in the process of separating ourselves.
1: From. Whatever is false. You know. Scripture tells us, put off falsehood and speak ye
0: truth to us as believers. Put off falsehood and speak ye truth
1: one to another. There's a way that appears.
0: Appears. You know, there are people, Lord is dealing with me on this now, that appear to be your friend. But in the end they'll lead to death. There are jobs that appear. To be good jobs. But in the end. They'll lead. To death. In this world. My brother and my sister. There are a lot of things. A lot of people. A lot of places. That appear. To be right. But in the end. It leads to death. We want to constantly be in communion with God. And this is why uh, being led by the spirit of God is so, so very important, my brother and my sister, because as we are led by the spirit of God, he will lead us. Away from the appearance of righteousness and lead us into true righteousness. I don't know how many of you are are still with me today, but that is my prayer for every one of us as believers, every one of god's not only his children but for every one of us as God's creation, because God keeps. Reminding me that hell is a very terrible place,
1: Robert. Let's see, and it, you know,
0: I'm hearing God that God says, Robert, I want to use you as a warning sign. You know, as you drive down. The street, children of God, we drive down the street or the highway, maybe a bridge is out. They'll put warning signs up, you know, bridges out, 200 feet, bridges out, 100 feet, bridges out, 50 feet. These warning signs are normally bold. These normally signs are in your face. Why? Because they're trying to keep you and I from killing ourselves. God says,
1: I want to use you as a warning sign, Mark." Robert, to this generation. A warning sign. I want to warn as. Listen, I
0: don't want to go to hell. Let me let me make that plain. I I don't want to go to hell. And I don't want you to go to hell. I just as I don't want to drive off the cliff. And I wouldn't want you to drive off the cliff. So I would have to warn you if I knew better. I would hope you would warn me if you knew better so that we did not make a very critical error. Listen, my brother and my sister, there's a way that appears. Appears, it looks. Looks, smells, sounds like, tastes like. All appears to be right, but in the end, it lives, leads to death. Father, deliver us from the appearance of righteousness. Let us obtain true righteousness, that in the end we don't have to experience death, but in the end we can experience life and life
1: more abundantly and life eternally. Well, there's a way. Well, look at different translations of this uh, Proverbs
0: chapter 14 and 12. In the New International Version, it says there's a way that appears to be right. But in the end, it leads to death. In the New Living Translation, there is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. In the English Standard Version, there's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. The Berean Study Bible, there's a way that
2: seems
0: right to a man but its end is the way of death. The new American standard Bible, there's a way which seems right to a man, but its end
1: is the way of death. Oh, children of oh God, you know, let a part of your prayer be, Lord, deliver
0: me from the appearance of righteousness. And and let me tap into. Let us tap into and let us stay tapped in to true righteousness. You know, deliver us from evil. Deliver us from the appearance of right. When we say deliver us from evil and what is commonly called the Lord's Prayer, one of the things we're talking about is the appearance of righteousness and not the reality. There is an appearance of Christianity, but not the reality. But we want to walk in the reality of Christianity. We want to walk in the reality of relationship with you. We want to walk in the reality of your love, not just the appearance. That is my prayer today. My prayer for you, my prayer for me, my prayer for For all of God's people. There's a way. God admits. God admits to us. Let's us to know. There's a way that appears to be right. But. In the end. It leads. To death.
1: Well. Children of God. That's. The message a prayer for each of you today that you have
0: been blessed at the preaching and the teaching of God's word. God said, Robert, deal with this. You know, there there are a number of things going on in the church today that appear to be right. But it's not in line with God's word. It's not in line with God's spirit. You know, going to church on Sunday, that appears to be right. But listen, my brothers and sisters, when God first started the church, Acts chapter 2, verses 42 on down, God had the early saints meeting every day. The Bible says every day they continue to meet together in the temple course. Not every Sunday, but Sunday appears. To be right. Paying of tithes. You know. Listen my brother and my sister. Tithing. Was an Old Testament command. Given on food items. Not instructed on money. But many it appears. The early saints. Shared everything. They had. But it appears. Just be careful, my brother and my sister, with the appearance of righteousness. Study God's words. Seek God's faith so you will know the difference between what appears to be right and what is right. My prayer for you is that you will go beyond what appears. A lot of things, so many things appear, appear. But in the end, God says, in the
1: end, it leads to death. Well,
0: that's the message. Children of God. In fact, let me let me take you to take you all to some of this, because some of you all I feel some of you all are, uh, are a little disturbed. In your spirit. Let's take a look. At some things. In scripture.
1: Uh, Saints go with me to Acts. Chapter. Two. Acts. Chapter two. Now, Acts chapter 2 is when the Holy Spirit
0: came on the believers. There was no church age before Acts chapter 2. Jesus lived under the law. He suffered under the law. He bled and died under the law. He rose again from the dead under the law. He ascended back to heaven under the law. But Acts chapter 2 Deals with the Holy Spirit coming on the day of Pentecost. In other words, the God going from living uh, and directing man primarily from the outside to now living and directing man from the inside. God is now living in his people. The Holy Spirit. Is now living, which is the person of God, is now living inside of his people. Now, Acts chapter 2, verse 42 through 46, deals with the fellowship of the believers in the early church or when the church was first established. And the first thing he says in verse 42... Is they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching. You say, apostle, what is what is God trying to let us know? Listen to me under the sound of my voice. First thing you need to do as a Christian is devote yourself to the apostles doctrine. There are some of you under the sound of my voice who have done just that and you have seen blessings in your life. There are some great supporters to this ministry. And and one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why some of these individuals are supporting this ministry is because they have seen the blessings of God flow in their life by devoting themselves to the apostles teaching. God has put apostles in the church. God has given them his true apostles, his teaching, his his directive his instructions for his people so if you don't devote yourselves to the apostles teachings which is Christ or God's teaching then you, what you're saying is you don't want to be blessed you're saying you'd rather be cursed you'd rather be in poverty you'd rather be broke you'd rather be but they devoted
2: themselves to the
0: apostles teaching to fellowship to breaking of bread now And how often did they do this? Go down to verse 46. Every day they continued to meet in the temple courts. Every day they were taught by the apostles. Not every Sunday. Some of you are trying to go to church on just Sunday or just trying to hear the word on just Sunday. And you are starving to death spiritually. That is not the way God set the church up. He did not set the church up with the saints worshiping every Sunday. That is man. That is a way that appears to be right. God set the church up with men and women worshiping and hearing from his apostles every day. Look at your Bible closely. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes. They ate together. With glad and sincere hearts. Listen to me. You ought to feel like if you've gone a day and you haven't heard apostles' teaching, a true apostles' teaching, or true apostles' doctrine, you ought to feel like you have missed something very important that day. Every day they continue to meet together Monday, Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Tuesday, every day, as some of you all wonder, Apostle, why are you preaching and teaching like this every day? Well, doesn't, my question is not why am I preaching and teaching like this every day? Why are you going to church on Sunday? Why are you just, why are you just going to church on Sunday? That's the question. Which one is in line with the word of God? Which one is in line with the spirit of God? That See, that I told you earlier, that's how you check stuff. Is it in line with the word and the spirit of God? Jesus had his disciples. Jesus preached every day in the temple court. His early apostles preached every day in his temple court. And his true apostles today are preaching every day where God is telling them to preach. There's a way that seem right. Now, if you want what seems right as opposed to what is right, then you go on with that. My prayer for you, my prayer for me, is that we will experience what is right, not just what seems to be right. It, what do you think? Just, just, just. What do you think God wants out of, would rather have out of His people? His people worshiping Him one day out of the week or every day. Wh- which do you think? Did we, we not even.
1: Just which do you think? Go with me to the book of Leviticus chapter 27. Leviticus chapter
0: 27, and we're going to go to the
2: instruction
0: in the law concerning tithing. In other words, what God said, not what men say now. You need to understand there's a difference between what men say and what God said. In, in many instances, this is what God said about Tithing. Leviticus chapter 27. With a special
1: focus on verse. 30. The law reads a tithe of everything.
0: From the land whether grain from the soil or fruit from the trees belongs to the Lord. It is holy. Now, verse 31, whoever would redeem any of their tithe or whoever would buy back any of their tithe
1: must add a fifth of the value to it. Every tithe of the herd
0: and the flock, every tenth animal that passes under the shepherd's rod will be holy to the Lord. All right, so what do we got? We got a tithe of everything from the land. Grain from the soil, fruit from the trees, all this belongs to the Lord. It is holy to the Lord. Then we got in verse 32, a tithe or a tenth of the flock and your herd, every tenth animal that passes under the shepherd's rod. So what have we got? We got a tenth of what the land produces, a tenth of what your flocks and your herds. You say, Apostle, yeah. it, what about money? Money was not mentioned here to be tithed on. Now, that doesn't mean you can't tithe on it. But that wasn't the instruction. See, people say how oh, Apostle," But there was no money then. That's not true. He, the scripture is telling you right here in verse 31. If you want to buy back or redeem any of your tithes, you must add a fifth of a value. Or pay a a, a fifth of how much money that item is worth. But the point is that tithing was not about money. It was about these food items. You say, Apostle, is there anywhere else that we can find this? Go to
1: Deuteronomy chapter 14. Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 22, be sure to
0: set aside a tenth of all your fields produce each year. Verse 23, eat the tithe of your grain, new wine and oil and the firstborn of your herds and flocks in the presence of. Of the Lord your God at the place he would choose as a dwelling for his name so that you may learn to revere the Lord God always. Now, for those who say there was no money, then here read the scripture. But if that place is distant, in other words, it's too far for you to bring all of your flocks and your herds and your what your fields produce as a tithe This is the place is too distant. And you have been blessed by the Lord, your God, and cannot carry your tithe. Why? Because it's flocks, it's herds, it's what your fields produce. Because the place where the Lord will choose to put his name is so far away. Then exchange your tithe for silver. Gold, some translations, money in other translations. So there was money. The point is, it wasn't about money. Men say it is. But you won't see what God says is. God says, then you can exchange your tithe for money. Take the silver or take the gold or take the money with you to the place the Lord your God will choose. But then what must you do in verse 26? Apostle, use the silver to buy whatever you like. Cattle, sheep, wine, other fermented drink or anything you wish. Then you and your household shall eat in the presence of the Lord your God and rejoice. You had to rebuy those tithe items. So my brother and my sister, listen. Listen to me. And I'm getting ready to close this message because I'm getting tired. Study to show yourselves approved unto God. There's a lot of nonsense going on in a lot of places today. And the church is not exempt from nonsense. It wasn't exempt 2,000 years ago. It was a lot of t- nonsense going on in the, in the temple when Jesus came to the earth, and there's a lot of nonsense going on in churches today. Study. You say, apostle, how, what do we do? Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed, but rightly divide the word of truth. In other words, we need to be saying what God is saying, not what men have twisted things to say so that we don't get caught up. And at the end of the day, find ourselves in a way that appears to be right. But in the end, it leads to our death. May God bless you, children of oh, God. May heaven continue to smile on each of you. I see many of you that have worshiped with us today. We appreciate you. We praise God for each one of you. Uh, we encourage you to go back and study anything you have heard us saying or anything you've heard us saying on this broadcast. Go back and study. Let's see? Berean Christians, Paul, the Apostle Paul went through Berea preaching and teaching, but the Berean Christians, they received the message with eagerness. But the Bible says they search the scriptures every day to see if the things Paul said were true. I encourage you search the scriptures and see if what I'm saying to you is true. Okay. So the same way Paul had to be checked out by the Berean Christians. I encourage you. Check Apostle Brian out. God bless you, my brother. Check me out. Check me out. You know, any true prophet or any true apostle does not mind his doctrine being checked out. You got characters preaching nonsense and preaching foolishness and preaching. Check me out. Check me out. Go back. Check it. Check it. Check it well and see. Just like Jesus. Jesus didn't mind what he he said being checked out because he knew what he was saying was right. He knew what he was saying was true. That is my prayer for us as children of God that what we're saying is right. What we're saying is true. That God may be pleased. Well, that's the message, children of God. That's the message. May God continue to bless each of you. Send me an email or uh, or uh, make communication with us. Um, those who want to be a blessing to the ministry, please feel free to go to the church website. Uh, we've got some countries coming up, the Lord willing, that we are hoping to visit. Some saints that we're hoping to see in India. Uh, as well as Belgium, uh, we want to get this this gospel out into the four corners of the earth. Time is winding up. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, will be back soon. We want to be ready. We want to have done everything that uh, he wanted us to do before his return. Uh, That he may be pleased with us and that he may welcome us into his eternal kingdom. God bless you, my brother and my sisters. Heaven continue to smile on you. Uh, This is Apostle Robert Bryant
1: signing out for the Christian Center Church Worldwide.